do it. Let's go. All right, man. We're back. Man, actually, this one has been, it feels like we've been away for, I feel like I say this every time. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. it always feels good to be back. It does. This one was a good break, though, man. We've been busy. We've been really busy. It's been crazy. Crazy busy. It actually has. And actually, what I've been fiending to get back, though. It's almost like I feel like I've been missing something. You know what I mean? Well, we have, right? Yeah. Because we're not connecting with we're not connecting with our students, with the audience, you know, and, and really helping. To, it's, it's funny because we kind of get caught up in our own world of what we do. Right. We don't get the opportunity to share that all the time. So it's always cool when we get to kind of reflect. It's exactly. a reflection moment for us exactly. to be able to kind of open up and share, open the kimono. Exactly. Right? But I will tell you what, what the benefit of that is, is we have a lot of ideas of what to talk to our people about right. in between in between time and in the meantime. So right. I, I do like that aspect. That's true, it. man. Yeah, it gives you that perspective. Exactly. Right? Like, this would be great to talk about, man. This would yeah. be great. Hey, put time. a pin in that. <laughs> put, put a, a pin, pin in, in that. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we... So, with that being said, what, what are we talking about in this particular episode? Well, the last one we put a pin in, yes. right, was we were reflecting on where this industry is versus where it was when, way back in the day when we started with right. the repair stores. Exactly. And, like, three years ago, we did a segment, we did a webinar uh-huh. about the five stages of, of uh, repair businesses. Exactly. Right? I remember that. I remember that. I remember yeah, that so we're like, you know what? Let's, uh, let's dust that off and dive back into this. Five stages of the repair business. That's- right very interesting yeah so exactly so what this is 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 kind of a deep dive into identifying where you are in your business and where you want to go right right so maybe you are where you are right right and we're going to help you identify what works Mm -hmm. and where your challenges are right so even if you don't want to grow to the next stage Mm -hmm. you can at least say let me solve this problem so you can remove yourself from the business and and remove that heartache at least right exactly so when we say stages all the stages really are again it's we we actually it's not quite five that's technically a little weird but it is it's it's zero to five right right? so there's six stages Mm -hmm. but what we identified was by revenue Mm -hmm. and there's there's two actually key markers to this right Mm -hmm. is revenue and the amount of team members you have but they go hand in hand right because as your revenue goes up you need people to help you exactly actually everything goes up yes so as one identifier one marker goes up such as people right right everything else tends to go up that's right right and i, I guess it would be the same way in the opposite direction too <laughs> as things go down everything else tends yeah to go exactly down, now right? there's unique businesses like software businesses where you can get you know larger scales this of economy true. this is true right you could do you can generate way more revenue with less people right. but this is a service business right. which is why we created this specifically for the repair business exactly because service businesses have things that need to be serviced we're exactly. here to service people exactly so when you service people you need people to help you service those people exactly right exactly for sure oh man i don't know what's going on how that how oh. that get through <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had that on airplane mode. It, it happens. It happens. Oh, look at that. Josh got a phone call. He's a very important person. So that's what happens when you're <laughs> VIP and you're live on, right? You got to take those phone calls. Yeah, look at that. I, I, I guess the thing would be if you're not getting phone calls, then you should be worried, right? Well, typically. <laughs> I'm okay with getting back to that place, to be honest with you. I'm all right with getting back there. Right, right, right. Get that time back. Right? We don't need, yeah. We just cut the amount of phone calls down a little bit. (laughs) Just a little bit. Exactly. So let's dive into it. Yeah, so we'll just kind of start at a high level. Okay. As far as like, let's talk real quickly about the stages and then we'll dive deeper into each one. So what are the stages? We're talking about five stages of the repair business. So again, you know, it's deceiving because there's technically six, right? right? But stage zero, we don't count for this reason. Yes. So it's zero through five. Mm -hmm. Stage zero is what we call ideation. Right. Ideation is just 
you're not actually in the business. You haven't right. committed to this yet. Right. This is an idea that you have. You're doing research, right? right? But it's important enough for us to want to talk to about it because there's some challenges that you face when you're in there, and there's certain things you need to know to figure out whether you want to take the step into the next stage. Yeah. And we'll come back to that as far as what that looks like. Actually, I think ideation is one of the most important parts of this process. And, you know, we, we actually true. we actually focus a lot on this because in the education business, ideation usually is the customer that calls us um, and the customer we talk to first. So we're one of the first points of contact for a person in the ideation stage. Right. Because a lot of times they've done the research a little bit, but they want more information. Right. And, you know, we've been in that place where we've actually talked to these guys and we have to answer a lot of questions. Fill in, lot of, fill in the blanks. Fill in the blanks. A lot of fill in the blanks. Exactly. Right. So, so ideation is a very important, important part. It is. For a very sure. Important it, everything starts. Anytime you start a business or anything, it always starts at ideation. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And there's processes you could put in place to help you with your, if you're there. And that's why we created this stage of ideation is because... Through the years, what we've seen with this business is a lot of people start there. Yes. They don't know if this is the right business for them or not. Exactly. So they need basic information to even understand whether it makes sense to jump into stage one. Exactly. Right? And I think it's important to also say before we jump to the next one, Josh, is that ideation, regardless of what business you're getting into, and you kind of said this already, but I wanted to be clear that ideation is a typical general space for anybody looking to start yes, any business any business any business it's not just the cell phone repair business yeah but it's any business when you're looking to move to that next for sure level. in fact it's funny because um throughout the years i've started multiple businesses i got side deals with you know software and different things we built and when i brought in other team members right. it always started with an idea an idea Right? right? It's an idea. Yes. Let's sit down and figure this out. Yes. But you have to invest time into growing that and flushing out whether that makes sense. Right. Can we monetize it or should we, is this aligned with what we want to do? And that's why we call it an ideation and what stage. And what are some of the problems we see in ideation stage? Because I can say with that. Well, we're going right? to come back to it. Well, well adding on top of that is that the ideation stage, you can get in trouble by, by and I just want to make this a point, is you can get in trouble by jumping past the ideation stage. Yeah. If you really don't understand yeah. what it is and how important it is, which is why we're talking about it, right. if you forego or you, you move too fast through the ideation stage, it could be a detriment to the rest of the right. process. And really, it's, it's planning. Yes, it is. It is. That's planning. what that yeah. is, right? Yeah, so that's why we gave it a stage. <laughs> exactly. Stage zero, ideation, It's that important, right? though. So it we really sure is. It truly is. It. Everything starts there. Exactly. And we wanted to identify you if you're in that stage yes. because... We don't want to tell you that's not an important stage. Exactly. And there's tools that you need to help you move to the next stage. Exactly. Or you can figure out this is not the right thing for you. Right. So you can go ideate in a different industry. Boom. That's right. it. Boom. Stage. Fire, fireball. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Fire. <laughs> what is that? Yoga. Fire. <laughs> oh, man, I just went back. Street fighter. So stage one is what right. we call entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Right. And. Yes. That's not a derogatory term right. by any means, right? It, you know, but you want to be an entrepreneur, which is why we called it a entrepreneur. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, and here's why we say that is yeah. because, you know, entrepreneurialism right now is mm. super hot. Everybody, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. It is I'm hot a CEO, right, now. Yeah. right? CEO, comma, oh, oh, oh. Exactly. Right? Like everybody is like, this is what it's all about. Yes. But at the end of the day, there's a lot of work involved in being an entrepreneur. Yeah. And a true entrepreneur actually is more than just themselves, Yes. right? And yes. that's why we deem this stage mm -hmm. entrepreneur. And in fact, we split this stage into two parts. Right. So one is, this is a side gig for you. Yes. So this is something you do on the side, like if you were an Uber driver. Right. 
right? right? It's not something you're not doing it full time. You're just doing it on the side to make some extra money. Yeah, it's not paying. It's not paying all of your bills. It's not the majority of the the bill. You know, it's not the thing that's supporting your lifestyle. Right. It's just adding to it. It's adding to it. And you're figuring it out. It's exactly. almost an extension of ideation. Exactly. Because you're testing it, right? Exactly. To see if this is something that works. Exactly. Can you build it into something that allows you right. to skip right. the tipping point hence that we words, call? Hence the word side gig. Right. Right. And then there's the tipping point to yes. where. You can flip over, and now you are fully self-employed. Right. Right? But you're a team of one. Yes. An army of one. Yes. Right? Yes. So that's why we call you a entrepreneur, because at this point, you want to build a business, but you actually are self-employed. Exactly. Right? I think at this point, it's important to, to, to point out that I think the word would be for me is committed, right? Yeah. Whereas before, you're not totally yeah. committed to That's the That's why we used gig. to call the toe dipper. Exactly. Right? You're right. dipping exactly. your toes. In fact, if you go back exactly. through the history of Sailor Repair School and you check out some of the other trainings we do, right. seven-step blueprint, <laughs> right. hint, go right? Get go get it. Go get it. Go get it. Right? But this is what we talk about. This is the concept of a toe dipper. Right. A toe dipper is side gig. Exactly. And that's what that is versus exactly. fully committed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And there's different ways you can build that. Exactly. So- but yeah, so this is stage one. And yeah. again, we're going to come back. I just want to kind of lay it out for you real quick, and then we'll come back and dive deeper into them. Right. Right? So then, obviously, if you, as you progress through stage one, you go to stage two. Stage two. So stage two, now you've got a few employees, two yeah. to three. You've hired a couple of people. You've had your first hire, maybe two. Right. Right? Right. You've got a small team. Mm-hmm. It's no longer you anymore. Now, this is what we call the new employer stage. Oh, Right. This is what, yeah. This is a very important stage. Yeah. Actually. There's a lot of challenges at this stage. A lot of changes. A lot of challenges. A lot of development in this yeah. particular part of the stage. Exactly. Yes, yes, but sure. this is one of the most exciting stages. It is. Is because now you've got other people that do things. Exactly. Right. That you would normally be doing. So you have multiplied your powers. Exactly. But you have the challenge of managing these personalities. Exactly. <laughs> what we've seen here. This could be. This could be. Uh, TNT. Or this could be nitro. Yeah. It's totally up to how yeah. you manage it. <laughs> yeah. Or it could be a black hole. <laughs> it could be a black hole. <laughs> exactly. But you, if you exactly. believe in yourself, you can always... You can always do it. It's just a matter sure. of having the skills and knowing how to do it. For, for sure. sure. And again, we're going to come back and tie these in because right. what we've seen through the years... We've been doing this 10 years, guys, mm-hmm. right? Literally have coached tens of thousands of people right. um, in the cell phone repair business. Right. In addition to experience outside of the cell phone repair business and... These things actually stay pretty true to no, any business, for but sure. this is specifically there Absolutely. for the repair business. So we're going to tie in and, and show you like how you can kind of know what stages you're in. Exactly. Right. Right now, obviously, we're talking about the employee aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, That's yeah. an easy way. We to just tell. want you to understand the stages. So we're at zero one. This is number two. Right. 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 And you might not be square into one. You can straddle some. Right. Exactly. Sometimes. Exactly. Right. So I don't want it to be like this is black and white. Exactly. But it's good to kind of get a marker where you're at, mm-hmm. so you know where you're at, and you right. can figure out where you want to go, right. or you can plant your flag and right. say, this is where I want to be. And I think that's important because different people will hear this audio, obviously, and they come in at different places. That's right. So everybody, it's important to understand that everybody doesn't come in at the same place. Right. Some people will come in at the ideation stage. Some people will come in at the entrepreneur stage. Right. Some people will come in at the new employer stage. Right. And some people will come in at the next stage, right. which, which is... Which is stage three, right. which is what we call a consistent business. Exactly. So now you have four to ten employees, mm-hmm. right? You got a decent-sized team going. Right. There's some challenges with that, <laughs> but there's some exciting opportunities oh that come goodness. with that. Yes. Right? And there's some unique revenue levels 
levels that you start to hit yes. that allow you to do things that you couldn't do when you were stage three and under. For sure. But there's unique challenges that come up that prevent you from yes. growing to the next stage. Yeah. Right? So we're going to dive deeper into that because we'll this, we'll get this into is sexy. That. And, and so, you know, guys, actually, we've experienced all of these stages sure. throughout the years. So we're not talking about anything that we haven't personally experienced personally seen our co- our uh, our students and clients and coach people to to go through right um this is this is real this is you know what we've experienced and what we see day in and day out yeah and what we also understand with these stages guys is you don't necessarily have to evolve to every stage no right it, it's literally what your capabilities are what your wants are what you want to do you might get to stage uh three and say hey i'm content right it's up to you, right? We're getting exactly. into that S word, which is scalability. Scalability, exactly. exactly. So that's kind of what the next driver is, right? Because mm-hmm. this next part, now when you get into stage four, this is actually a one double M business. So now your business is generating $1 million in revenue plus per year. Yes. Right? Yes. Now, let me tell you, no matter where you're at, that is a very hard number for a lot of businesses to cross. Right. Right. We've crossed it. We've been fortunate enough to cross that yes. in our businesses. Yes. A lot of hard uh, work. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of hard work. work. And there is some focus. unique challenges that come there. Absolutely. But I say that because a lot of businesses don't make it. There's literally, I want to say like out of, we should have looked up the stat actually. Right. But I want to say it's like under 10% of U.S. businesses actually ever reach the it, $1 million mark. It's very small. Yeah. It's it is very super small. small. It's it super small. small. It is very challenging yes. to do. Yes. But once you figure it out, yes. then you can start to dial it in right. and grow it, right? right? So at this stage now... Well, let's, to go back to your, your data with right. the number of people, um, so just to give you guys a perception, at the ideation stage, right, to give you a number, put a number to it, 100 million, right? So let's just say 100 million, right, at the ideation stage. At the one double M stage... 700,000. Yes. Right? 700,000. Yes. So there's a big difference between 100 million and 700,000. So to be clear, <laughs> to be clear on what, what he's saying is that there's over 100 million people right. or businesses at stage zero. Mm-hmm. When you get to stage four, mm-hmm. there's literally only 700,000 businesses that ever really hit that mark. Exactly. Right. Now, put this in perspective. To go from stage three, yes. at stage three, there's 1.9 million. Yes. 1.9 million. Right. So to go to stage four, 700,000. That's that million threshold. That's that threshold that we talk about. That's that revenue threshold. It's that revenue threshold. It's a big marker. It's a it's, big marker. It is It is a emotional and mental block, yes. and it is a challenge in many more ways than you think because it's not just sales right because now you're managing four to ten people there's a lot of different problems you're dealing with personalities you're dealing with breakdowns in your systems or the fact that you don't have there's a lot we're going to come back to some fires you're putting out every day there's a lot of things to manage basically right and what you have to be able to do we'll talk about it more but in a scalability sense you have to be able to teach people to do what you do you can't do it all yourself so we'll get deeper into right what that's like and to that point our goal is to keep this show mm-hmm. on time. So <laughs> right. what I, we're 15 what I, minutes. Yeah. So what, what I'll tell you is, is our goal is we already knew going into this that we're we not. probably weren't be able to cover all of this in one episode. Right. So we're going to, we're going to crush it down into as few episodes as possible, right. but this is probably going to be a multi-episode series because the information is that important. Actually, I think we could do based on the time and based on uh, what we're doing. I think it's good right now just to identify the, right. The, uh, yeah. The, obviously the stages. Going. 
And then what we'll do is we'll come back in the in the following episodes and break each and one break down. each one down and go yeah. a little deeper. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. I, I I think that's a good plan. Yeah. Again, our goal is just to educate you. Yeah. Hopefully, you can identify where you're at, where you want to go, mm-hmm. or say, you know what? Let me plant my flag. Right. This is where I'm at. I'm good. Right. Get the beach chair out and chill. <laughs> right. Exactly. So again, stage four is the one million dollar mark. Big mark. Right. That means that your business has crossed the $1 million a year in revenue mark. Big marker. Very, very. If you've crossed this so far. Congratulations. Fantastic yeah, job. You've done a great right? job. Right? If you want to get there but you're struggling, right, we've got some resources to help you get there. Exactly. So. Exactly. The next stage, stage five. Yes. This is a growth-focused business. Right. Right? This is much different. You have to think about it, right? Like when you start a business, sometimes you just want to get, you just want to replace your job. Mm-hmm. To go from wanting to just replace my job yeah. to going to a growth-focused business right. is significantly different right. because now you have a mission, mm-hmm. you have a vision, mm-hmm. and you have core values that are going to help drive you right. beyond that because exactly. at this stage, right now, you've got 25 to 100 people plus. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. You have a unique set of challenges that you've never experienced in smaller stages of this business right. that really take unique skill sets mm-hmm. to get past. Right. In fact, when you see a lot of startup companies, you know, it's, it's funny because obviously we talked about how sexy entrepreneurialism is. <laughs> right. 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 And we promote entrepreneurialism. I believe in it. I'm For not sure. trying to degrade yeah. it in any yeah, kind of way. I think it's great. Right. But I like to put the real spin on what it is. When you choose this hard life, right. this is a hard life, man. Yeah. Like you are sacrificing a lot of time and energy and, you it's, know. It's a grind. Yeah, it literally is. It's a grind. Right? But you're doing it usually because you have a big focus on making a change somewhere. Right. Right? Yeah. So what's interesting, what I was going to mention is when you see growth-focused companies that start to cross those revenue thresholds. Yes. Like let's look at, you know. Any tech company in the last five to ten years. Hey, well, dang, what happens, especially if you've got outside investors that come in, yeah. right? Because you might be looking for outside investment at this point. Typically, what they want to do, get rid of the leadership. Yeah, Let's get rid of leadership, put our own leadership in. Why is that? Because the leadership currently that grew the business to that stage does not have the skills to grow it beyond that. Right. 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 And most CEOs and founders mm-hmm. of businesses mm-hmm. don't. And that's why you see CEOs from outsiders brought into companies because those guys don't have the skills necessary to take it to the next to level. take it to the next level. Yeah. Right. Around the people and yeah. the systems and the values yeah. and the vision and all those things. Those that are, are necessary. very, very specific skills that are needed to take it to that level. Right. It, it, it doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily the skills to get it there. But it's the ne- it's the skills to take it to the next level, and a lot of times that is a differentiation. You don't have to be the same person. I see it in sport. We see it in sports all the time. Like the guy that actually gets the team to where it needs to be is not necessarily the guy that takes it to the next level. That's right, right to get it where it needs to get over that hump to win the championship. That's right. And so a lot of times that's a different set of skill sets. Uh, that's a different set of experience. It's just it just is what it is, right? That's so, right. So yes, I agree. Absolutely, with you 100%. man. And, and, and to kind of tie it in, I don't want to go too deep into it because I know we're going to circle right, back. We're but circle back, right. obviously, we mentioned that stage four was the $1 million threshold. Right. So now you're well beyond the $1 million, right? You're up to, this is three to $10 million, <laughs> yes. right? Yes. And obviously, there's stages beyond yes. 10. Yes. But to put it in perspective, like you mentioned, yeah. so if 700,000 businesses make it to into stage four, which is, which, is one, which is $1 million, 
300,000 make it to stage five. So we just knocked off 400,000. Yes. Right? Is that right? That's right. My math right? Yes, you did. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes, you did. That's a big decrease. Yes, it is. But it shows how significant the increase is, right? Exactly. The the ability to increase because you have that decrease. Everybody doesn't make it to this this level, to this this, uh, stage. That's right. right? Yeah, it's it's a very (laughs) tough stage to go to. Right. And not everybody has to go there. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. yeah, Again, I mean, this is your own goals. You know, to be successful, I think it's important to identify what success is for you and success right. is it's important to identify what success is for you. And that's not necessarily every stage. Right. It could be success could be stage two for you. Actually, success could be stage one for you. Right. Right. Having a side gig right. that pays the, you know, extra. Yeah, bills that gives me, you know, what, but this other job exactly. I got, it covers my medical exactly. and I got my benefits. That can and, be success. Yeah. Right. We're just identifying. Yeah, there's no the judgment, levels. man. Every, it, this is unique to everybody. Exactly. Right. Your exactly. situation, you know, your mileage may vary as we used to say. But, right. But, but it's important to know. It just is. In case you want to aspire to get to the next stage. Right. right? Yeah. Or just to know where you are. Right. right. And again, we're going to come back and we're going to start talking about what's needed to move, like how to identify really what level you're at. Right. And how you need to uh, the challenges that you might see at each stage and how uh, you can solve some of those challenges to move to the next stage if you want to. Sweet. Or maybe how you can even start to systemize things. So you just live life on cruise control in the stage that you're in. Exactly. Right? So let's do this. Josh. Let's go ahead and kind of. Re, uh, go through. Yeah. Once again, what the uh, stages were. Okay. Right. Kind of do a. So uh, again, we got we got six stages. Six stages. Five. Right. Zero to five. Right. right. So zero's ideation. Right. Right. One entrepreneur, where it's a side gig or you're self-employed. Right. Stage two is means that you're a new employer. Right. Stage three is a very consistent business. Right. Stage four is a one million dollar plus business. Mm-hmm. And stage five is a growth-focused business. So those are the six those stages. Are, yeah, those six are stages. technically the six, but six we'll stages. call them five stages yeah. of business. Because yeah. stage zero, still, it really isn't a business idea. Right. Right? Yeah. So that's really the five stages of business growth right. for repair businesses. Right. Um, and, man, I'm excited to dive in deeper and really t- <laughs> kind of yeah. like tear these apart. Me too, dissect And share what we've, what we've seen throughout the years, yeah, right? Yeah, I can't wait to dive into it. And I think it's good. Again, what I, what I think you guys should take from this, at least this episode, if you're starting here, is really, again, identifying where you are in these stages, right? Are you in the ideation stage? Are you in the entrepreneur stage? Are you in the new employer stage? Like, which stage are you in based on the characteristics and the settings uh, that we've set up and given you guys? Identify what that is, and as we continue uh, in future episodes to go deeper in each one of these characteristics or each one of these stages, uh, really dive in, get your pen, get your paper, like really do your homework, really take from us our experience. Uh, we're going to do deep dives, right? right. We're going to really get deep. We're going to dive deep. We're going to help you guys understand what the challenges are for this stage. We're going to help you guys understand how to get to the next stage. We might even give you information on how to jump a stage, right? And, and, and Maybe, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. I right? mean, I think you got to go through I every think, stage. I it's kind of like learning do. how to walk. Yeah, you kind of do. You don't yeah, just yeah. pop up. Exactly. You know I mean? exactly. But you can get there more quickly. Yeah, if you can really right. understand it. Maybe you've done something in your life where you've already experienced another stage and you're just, you know, at in this particular example, you're in this stage. So maybe it'll help you get to another stage faster. But I think it's really important to do the, do the homework, right? Do the homework. Understand, uh, you know, take notes. Right. Mm-hmm. And understand where you are so you can understand where you need to go and where you don't want to go. That's very big. I think it's important to understand because we're going to be talking about that, how not to go necessarily 
go the wrong direction and what to focus on to move in the right direction. Right. So we're going to be doing that in uh, in, in, in future episodes. Yeah, in the right? next episode. Yeah, yeah we're going to we'll dive right in. Right? Yeah. Dive right in. So what can they expect in the next episode? Are we going to start the ideation? Uh, we, we might actually combine, depending on how deep we go, yeah. uh, we might combine ideation and stage one. Okay. So it just depends. I think that, yeah, I think right? that's a good idea. I think it actually. depends, but yeah. I like it because it all kind of, it's yeah. the beginning. Exactly. So I think it just it's nice to just ball it all up For and sure. show like, the challenges and how you can quickly move through each one of them. For sure, one hundred percent. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that one. I'd like that a lot. I, I'm excited, actually. Yeah, I am to too. I am too, man. Deep we deep haven't talked about this in a while. Again, yeah. it's funny because we had taught this three years ago, right? Uh, but it was like a, a twenty minute segment, basically yes. what we just did. Yes, right. We yes. didn't go deeper right. to really give some tools and resources exactly. and just mindset exactly. about how to identify where you are, right. Get your emotions aligned yeah. and get your expectations aligned about what you need to do to move to the next stage exactly. if that's what you want to do. Exactly. What I also say is if you are just a technician working mm-hmm. in a business, mm-hmm. this is still valuable information exactly. because the thing with the repair business mm-hmm. is most of the repair businesses are still early stage businesses. For sure. Most right? of them. I would yeah, say majority 70, of them. Yeah. So why why I would yeah. say even if you're just a technician, right? right and and you feel like, well, it's not my business, right. so I, you know, I don't really care about this topic. But what I'll tell you is I think that if you can learn this and embrace to learn this information and you can go back and share it with your manager or your store owner, you know, whoever it is, right. Right, you can help to influence and mold the growth of that company, which right. adds value for yourself and for your organization. For sure, so I think it's very important, man. Never, ever put the blinders on to learning. Right. Yeah. right? This is an important topic. Uh, if you're in the repair business, I promise you that most repair businesses are actually very early stage businesses. Yeah. Um, there's 100%. a lot of growth that can happen, yeah. and you can be a pivotal component of really achieving that next level growth for your organization. Exactly. There's a lot of opportunity, and 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 the, kind of to piggyback on what Josh is saying, anytime things are really early but very high in demand, that means there's a lot of opportunity, right? And so what we see and what he's talking about is. Um, there's a lot of um, opportunity in regards to the need for this type of understanding. Mm -hmm. Because once you start to understand, what you'll be able to do is start to identify where that understanding fits. And we've seen it. Uh, We've had people who worked for us in the past uh, move on to do great, exceptional things by what we've taught them. That's right. Right? And it's, it's based on understanding and information. And then what they do is they take that understanding and they take that information and they capitalize on the opportunity to move into spots that they see that information is very valuable. And so we've had that happen quite a few times uh, with people we've actually trained. We've seen them go off and do wonderful things. Fantastic things. things, Fantastic things. So it's important. That's my point. My point is simply is like understanding, regardless of where you are, whether you're a technician, like Josh is saying, whether you're a technician, no matter where you are in this business. If you can really understand a full understanding of the full evolution, which is really what we're talking about. When we're talking about stages of business, we're talking about the evolution of business, right? And that goes from, uh, obviously, ideation to growth focus, right? right? And everything in between. Right. And when you focus on that, right, and you understand that, then you understand, okay, what do I know? What don't I know? Whether I, where do I need to go? And how can I fit into somebody else's plan, potentially? Right. How right? can to, I add value? To add value. At the end of the day... Right. Right. Yes. You should always be asking yourself, and it, how can I add value? Exactly. It doesn't necessarily right? have to be you moving the needle. It right. can be you supporting 
somebody exactly. else to it help be you move sharing an idea exactly right because exactly. the other thing in this business that we've seen throughout the years is that not everybody in this business is business savvy exactly right exactly. a lot of times you have people in this business because it was an opportunity but they aren't business savvy right so they don't actually know everything and i'm right. not pro I'm, by the way i'm not professing to know everything right, right exactly I'm a, I'm a continual student like well we, we say do all that too we find it's like josh used the uh he used the analogy once uh in a previous show we had a voltron and a lot of times it takes finding the hand or finding the other hand or finding right. the foot or finding the head right that fits into your plan yeah business is a team Ex sport exactly it's a team it's sport definitely man. A team it really sport. is you can't do it all yourself no you cannot <laughs> you cannot do it especially when we talk about number 5 even right. number 4 even number 3 right even number 2 right right cuz everything that is outside of yourself in terms of needing someone else to support it requires you to have the ability to educate teach share motivate goals values exactly it's all of that kind it's of stuff <laughs> it's a lot yeah it's stuff. a lot but that's, people, that's, people don't put respect on that yeah you better put some respect on <laughs> you it. better put some respect on it but that's the exciting part of it right exactly. that's what makes it fun that's part of the journey that's exactly. part of your personal development that's part of your growth right right that's why we choose this life of entrepreneurialism <laughs> is to change the world exactly and we change the world through people through people that's the most important most Boom. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to just drop the mic and walk out. <laughs> hey, people. <laughs> yeah, people. People. Right? Definitely people. 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 Any, and we often well, say, and we've said this before, anything worth doing, anything it's a service worth it's outside of yourself, you know what I'm saying, is, how does it go? Uh, I think it's... Uh, Significance. Uh, what's the? That thing I don't know. You lost me. Yeah, I don't know. It's significance. It's, it's <laughs> anything, anything of significance, significance. right? It's yeah. EOS. Right. Anything of significance requires uh, that, that requires people outside of yourself, right? Now, serving something outside of yourself requires people to help you. That's uh, true. Assist pe people assisting you in reaching that goal, right? Yeah, and that's, that's the, I know it took me a minute to get yeah, that out. Yeah, you stumbled like, and yeah, stumbled through that one, but. You know, it's the truth. It's the truth. You yeah. know what I mean? Anything of significant re significance requires uh, this and people, right? And people and people helping you fulfill that yeah. significance. Well, again, if so you, you look at any business yeah. and you look at the stages that we just outlined as we'll dive deeper into them, what right. you'll notice the key factor that's attached to the revenue growth right. is the people growth. It is. It doesn't happen. They don't stay at three people and it, hit a hundred million. No, and it doesn't it, happen. It, it, it's not even <laughs> right? possible. I don't. I, think. I mean, so maybe certain businesses. Well, like you said, software maybe. Yeah, right? maybe. Maybe, even then, I don't know. I mean, you might need more than three. Uh, yeah. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not in the software business like a couple that, of so. software businesses. So even then, that's three. That's not one. <laughs> exactly. So you still got still got to play your part, right? Exactly. So so yeah. So what we can do at this point, right? And I think we hit that pretty good. So you guys yeah. understand, just to repeat one more time, the five or six stages of business, right? Ideation. Yep, ideation. What's the next one, Josh? Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. New, new employer, employer. Consistent business. Yep. One double M business. Yep, one million plus. One million plus. And, and then, then a growth, growth focus, focus business. Right? So identify where you are. Tune in to future episodes, Right? And understand that we're going to break these down and get more specific and help you guys understand exactly how to move, navigate, what problems you may encounter in each one of these. And, um, you know, that's pretty much it. Right. Right. We leave time to answer a question today because we got a question I think that that could be tying let's into do it. this. Let's do right? it. So we got 30, we have 30 minutes. So let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll try to make this one brief. Yes. Right. Because obviously, again, in case you don't know, 
Go on our website, cellularrepairschool.com. Yes. Click on the blog. Right. Go down and submit your questions. This is a Q&A show. Yes. So we get our topics to, top, to talk about to you through the things that we get through the, your feedback forms. Exactly. And we select a question every show yep. that we will highlight and dive deep into. So if you have a good question that we think applies to a lot of people outside of just your specifics. Cellularrepairschool.com. Right. We will answer that yep. question. So tonight's question comes from... Uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing this right. It's uh, Curvin, Curvin Ferreira, uh, and he asks... Mr. Ferreira. He asks... That might be a miss. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Mr. Uh, Ferreira. Okay. Uh, what is the acceptable profit margin for a cell phone repair business? Acceptable profit margin for a cell so, phone repair. That's across the board, right? That's an across the board question. So that's is. not per... So we're not talking per repair. We're talking... That's what's the acceptable... Profit, profit margin, margin for a for cell phone repair business. Okay. So what I would say, it actually goes right into the five stages of business, right? right? Because part of what we need to do, mm-hmm. right? Put a pin in this. Right. What we need to do is we need to really dive into what is profit, right? Yes, Which yes. we've done before. And again, yes. that is in, I think we teach that in uh, seven stages of cell phone. Seven right? stages. Go of get success. it. Yes. Right? How can I get that again? Seven stages? Cell phone. Uh, you just go right to sellerrepairschool.com, and it's on our website. You can get the seven stages. It's, I think we sell it for $7. And we talk about that. It's a killer course. We yes. go in. It's a mini course, yes. but we dive into all of this sort of stuff. Which is part of the ideation stage. That's right. Yeah. So seven if you're months. in that early stage and yeah. you're not sure you want to do this, that's right. why we have it there for you for 7 bucks. Exactly. Right? Cheap. Right? Low commitment. You just got to put some time in, but it's going to answer all of these types of questions right. for you. Yeah, but to answer your question, Kervin, what I would say is, man, that depends. I don't know, (laughs) right? And I hate to answer questions like that, right? It was yeah because what I've seen throughout the years in every business is that yes, there are acceptable profit margins in certain industries, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, every business is built on a different profit margin of operation, right? Some businesses can run on very thin margins. Mm-hmm. Some businesses, because of whatever value they add to their customer base, mm-hmm. need much fatter margins to operate. Right. So I'm not going to give you this. I mean, I am going to give you this generic answer. But at the same time, I'll tell you that it does vary based on what it is that you are trying to accomplish. Right. So one of the things that we teach in the, in the seven-step uh, repair success blueprint right. is – how to identify what your goals are. Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing to say, well, I'm making 50% profit margins. Right. Right? Yeah. And then you can have someone else who's like, I'm making 10% profit margins. But that's not the end-all, be-all. Right. Because your 50% might take you 100 hours to accomplish. Yes. Where his 10% might take him 30 minutes. Yeah. So which one is the sexier business model? Yeah. Right? There's a word for that. I just can't think of what it is. But you know, when you put it in perspective... Right. And I think it's, it's understanding you can't just it, it, I, I think the question is uh, it's a very specific question, but it doesn't it doesn't take in a lot of variables right. in regards to how you. And honestly, at the end yeah. of the day, the variables come down to you. Yes. Right. And they come down to you and what it is you're trying to achieve. So right. what I will do to help answer this question. And so, you know, I'm not trying to be political. I'm really trying to answer your question. But I want to define what profit margin means to me. Right. Right. Because is, let me ask the question. Mr. Josh. Yes, sir. What does profit margin mean to you? Man. <laughs> Everything. It's the <laughs> only thing. <laughs> hey, you want to know the answer? Ask my wife what it means. She knows. She knows. <laughs> 
For real. Yes. At the end of the day, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. This is not an accounting course, but there's two things that I look at right. when we talk about profit margins. There's gross margin, uh-huh. and then there's net profit margins. Right. Right. So when we talk about gross margin, you can think of that as like when I sell an LCD screen, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And this ties into the stages deeply. When I sell an LCD screen repair right. and I charge a hundred bucks, right? And I'm just using numbers, right? right, right. This might not be your actual cost, right? right but let's right. say I charge a hundred bucks for an LCD repair yes. and the screen costs me 30 bucks. Yes. I made $70 gross margin. Right. If it's me doing the repair. Which is ridiculous. Right? I'm now, right. if I'm paying a technician $20 an hour to do that repair. Yes. And it took them 30 minutes. Yes. Right? Well, now my cost of goods sold mm-hmm. is the $30 of the LCD mm-hmm. plus 30 minutes of my $20 an hour technician time, right. which is an extra $10. Right. So now I'm into this for $40. Exactly. So now I'm making $60 gross margin. That means just the cost of the good. So it's the service or the repair or the product minus the cost of the good right. is your gross margin. Right. Net profit margins, mm-hmm. however, mm-hmm. are completely different mm-hmm. and will be different between everybody's business mm-hmm. because that ties into what's your rent. Yeah. How much do you need to pay right. your employees? Yeah, just, right? How much does it cost for your insurance? Yeah. Right? What are your op- utility operational bills? Operational yeah, yeah. These are all of the things that are unique to your business and your geographic location and your negotiation abilities and all right. these different things. Right? Right. right? So one of the things I got taught years ago by my mentor mm-hmm. right, is – this golden rule of net profits, right? And this is going to, it's funny because it sounds silly when you listen to it because right. the margin sounds small. Right. But I'm going to come back and put it in perspective for you. Okay. Right? So if your business is making 5% net profit margins, mm-hmm. you are on life support. Right. Right? Yes. You are on a, your, your business is on life support and you need to figure some things out because your time is limited. Right? Right? If you are making 10% net profit margins, you have a healthy business with opportunity to grow. Right. Right? Man, we should put a pin in this because we can go way deeper on this. <laughs> we can go There's way a lot on this one. There's Because I can't even explain all of the things that play into this and right. why this is so important. Yeah, we'll put a pin right? in it. We'll come back Let's to it. Let's put a pin in this yeah, one. This is we'll an important one. Yeah. Right? If you are making 15% or more net profit margin, uh-huh. take it while you can. Right. Because it's not going to be long right. before your competitors come in and shrink that margin yeah. down. That's a gold rush. Right? Doing that. Take it while you can. Yeah. So you hear business opportunities that make 20, 30, 40% net profit. Yeah. Man, get it while you can. Right. Get the bags out. Back the truck up. Load it up. Right. Right? Yes. Because there will be a day when your margins shrink. Yes. That is economics 101. For sure. It happens unless you have some sort of monopoly. And yeah. if you do... You know, yeah, hat yeah. off to you. Evolution of business, evolution of technology, <laughs> evolution of competition. Right. Right. All of these things drive your profit margin down. Exactly. So what again, you have to what you have to be is very creative and 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 understand. This is this is where, you know, and, and you keep your thought. I don't want you to lose yeah, your yeah. thought. But this is where you have to be um very uh explore. You have to explore. Mm-hmm. Um you have to be creative. Uh you have to always be thinking about how we can sustain Analyze. Analyze. Yeah, you got to be analytical. What works? What doesn't work? Right. This is what we've used to always teach 
in the business portion of our uh, of, of our classes yep. and our instructor, which you can find at cellularpascal.com. That's right. Uh, but we teach business also. So, and what we always taught was how to explore, always be questioning, looking, reviewing, analyzing what's working, what's not working. Uh, customer interaction, what the customers are actually asking for, what upsell opportunities, upsell opportunities right. all of these How things. How to squeeze more margin exactly. out of every repair. You have to because right. what happens, what we see so often uh, is people get comfortable in making that 15%. Right. They get comfortable in making that 20%. Right. And they think they base their whole model on that. And they think it's going to be around forever. Back, if it shrinks back to 12 or 13 or 11%, guess <laughs> exactly. what? They have a harder time surviving exactly. because their whole model is built on needing that 15 points. Exactly. Right? And they've set it up that way. They've right. gotten to the point where they have to get that because of how they actually operate. Right. And, and again, and again, this is net profit. So yes. there's a lot of variabilities between yes. the gross margin yes. and the net profit. And, and, and the longer you stay away from being that creative and analytical mind in terms of analyzing what's going on in your business, the harder it is to get back to it. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what I suggest, and I'm sure Josh follows me on this, is you should always, always, right, take a day, take a two days, take a week in that month, right, and schedule out that time to actually reflect, yep. right? You need to review. And you analyze need to look at your numbers, and review yeah. and look at your numbers. This is where a lot of people get in trouble. They don't really go by the numbers, and they don't really a- analyze the numbers, and they don't really understand how their business is. Perf- it's really the health the health of your business that's in the numbers. Right. It's in the details, right? Which we always talk about the details, how important the details are. And the details are in the numbers. Right. And what you need to do is you need to be analyzing, reflecting, going back. Well, and again, I'm going to tell you why, why this is such a good topic. Yes. We need to put a pin in is because there's still, right? When you look at net profit right. and things like that, that's a, what we call a lagging indicator. Right. That's telling you what happened in the past. Exactly. Right? But there's certain things that you can do on the front end, what we call leading indicators. Right. Right? That can already predetermine what your lagging indicators look like, right? Right, right. Which would be around marketing, sales, lead acquisition, right. you know, different things like oh, you that. You get a little deep. You get a little deep. I know, deep, I, know I know, I know. Hey, you just lost, you lost about half of our <laughs> audience, right? Not, no disrespect, no disrespect to any of you guys, right? But when you start talking about that kind of stuff, you lose people. Really? Yeah, yeah, I know. I just want to put that out though because that's there's still a difference. There's it a is difference a difference. It things, is right? a difference, and we're gonna take you guys down that route, but we want to do it slow, controlled, and so you understand exactly right. what we're talking about, right? And so if you, you want to know, if you don't want to know, know, we ain't yeah. gonna cover it. Yeah, you know, exactly. If you want to talk about tiny bots, we'll talk about tiny bots. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. So hopefully, curbing hopefully that helps, helps, right? With, but again, let me let me reiterate. Yeah, let me reiterate. Gross margin versus net margin. Right. Right. When we look at gross margin. Then this is your repair service and your cost of goods, which should be labor and the cost of the parts. Right. Right. So throughout the years, what I've seen a healthy margin always be yeah. is about 30%. Right. You'll have some repairs that are way better. Right. Some that aren't even close. Right. But when you average them all out. Yeah. Right. 30% is always been a pretty good number. And we'll dive deeper into why yeah. that number works. Yeah. Right. And again, your mileage may vary. Yes. But if you can make that number work. Yes. Or better. Yeah. You're doing good. You're doing really well, You're man. You're doing great. You're doing really well. Just keep just keep going in that direction. Yeah. And we're going to talk about direction as we get deeper into the stages of business and future episodes. Yeah. So, man. I think that. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. This is a good one, bro. Yeah. I, I love this. I love getting into the stages of business and business and business acumen because this yeah. is where we really, uh, we've had the experience. Well, it's my passion. Yeah. Too, you know? so yeah. Anytime yeah. you guys ask me questions around my passion, you're going to see it's hard. Yeah. It's going to be hard to stay on this time limit. It, right it, now. it is. Right. It is. It's already 40, 43 minutes, yeah. man. And it feels like it's been five, 10 minutes. 
And so that's how it is when you're having fun, right? And so... On that note, what we gonna do? Man, we out. Let's do it. Let's do it. So you guys check back in again. What we always say, check us out on our social media. Yep. Right? You know, find us on Instagram, find us on Facebook, find us on YouTube. Ask Will and Josh. CellularRepairSchool.com. Hashtag Ask Will and Josh. Josh. Hashtag Repair Right. And hopefully, we left you better than we found. Uh, All right, let's do it. We'll see you guys on the next one. Until next time. This is William Agnew. Josh Gray. Signing off. Peace. Ask Will and Josh. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.